Holly G with the Golf Insiders. We're going live to the Media Center at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, Central Florida's signature PGA Tour event where the third round is underway. And we're going to uh, connect with one of our favorites, former uh, senior writer and editor at Golf Week, now contributing to PGTour.com and our very own Orlando I Jeff Babineau. Hey, Babs. Hey, Holly G. Happy Saturday. Well, you know, the weekend is, always proves to be a tough one at Bay Hill, and it looks like we're going to get some wind. Rory McIlroy was talking about the greens already feeling like Sunday yesterday. Uh, there was a lot of uh, maneuvering on the board yesterday. Yeah, there was, and, you know, I, I like the way at Bay Hill, of course, is always a topic of conversation, and uh, it gets hard, it, you know, progressively gets harder as the week goes on. These guys saw it early in the week. They were, a lot of them were surprised that it seemed kind of soft. Well, that's already out the window. It's that's already right. coming up. Yeah, I mean, these greens, uh, Bo Hostler the other day was saying he could feel it on each hole. He could feel the next hole just getting, a, the greens getting a little drier and you know, crispier, and uh, they got a lot of uh, lightning in them. So uh, that's good. I mean, as as long as it doesn't go over the top, uh, it should identify the best ball strikers, and it should make for a really good weekend. Yeah, it was interesting. Rory was asked yesterday about the challenge of the greens. He said, I enjoy the challenge of hitting into them. The challenge of putting on them is a little different because it can get a little inconsistent. He said the ball skids sometimes on breaking putts and doesn't take the break, and then it does roll pretty early, and then it takes the break early. So it's it's a guessing game, he says, and I think we saw that when he missed that short one on 15 yesterday. Yeah, he made a couple bogeys coming in, but, he, you know, he really didn't hurt himself. Shut a couple over on the back, you know, I think even for the day, and he, he didn't uh, – he kept himself right in there. I mean, it can get a little dicey here later in the afternoon. You just want to survive it. You want to avoid big numbers that can really take you out in a hurry. Um, you know, Billy Horschel was going along nice yesterday, and all of a sudden the 17th jumped up and got him, and that took all his momentum. So that can happen quick around here. And, you know, the putting is a challenge. I mean, Victor Hovland, it was interesting. I was asking him about, you know, this, I would think it'd be a perfect place for ball strikers when it got harder. But he says if it gets over the edge, it kind of puts them all in the same group. I mean, he, you could hit a great shot that's still going through the green. And you always see that in a few greens here. You know, I think of the par 3 14th. You see good shots and bad shots sometimes end up in, the, in both over the green. So uh, you just hope it, it, if, they, if it's pushed to the edge, it doesn't go over the edge. And, and you want to have a good show, but, but I really do think the players enjoy the challenge of it. Well, we've seen uh, Victor Hovland, Terrell Hatton, a former champion, Rory, all uh, up at the top of the leaderboard, Paul Casey, who seems to play well here. A guy that had his troubles yesterday was Adam Scott, who was in the group I was watching along with Rory, uh, you know, was right there in the mix, I think tied for third when uh, the, they went out and ended up tied for 30th as he had a few train wrecks on the back nine. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. he's had an interesting week. You know, he shot 68 
on Thursday without hitting a driver. He didn't even carry a driver, uh, which, you know, uh, you know our, our pal Jeff Root said to me, when Adam Scott, with his swing, is playing away from his driver, we're all in trouble. But, you know, the rough is heavy, and he just didn't really see the advantage of it. He was carrying a two-wood. He thought he could still get home to the par fives. So it worked very nicely Thursday and yesterday. Yeah, he just had a wild back nine, you know, a couple doubles in there and water balls and, you know, kind of uncharacteristic stuff for him. He ends up shooting 76 and tumbles down the board. But, you know, one good round here can get you right back in it. I mean, John Rahm really hasn't done anything special over a couple of days. It's his first trip here. And you look up and he's tied for 13th. Right. So if you go out there and, you know, you go out there and shoot four under today, you're going to put yourself in the thick of it for tomorrow, and uh, that's what these guys are trying to do. Yeah, he's lurking, as we like to say, and of that's course right. we call Saturday moving day, and I was thinking the same could be true for for Scott. It, it, the fact that he's going to go out early might you know, give him the opportunity to get right back in it because certainly the conditions may be a little tamer uh, than when that, that those gusts of wind pick up this afternoon, so it it is going to be interesting. Billy Horschel, uh, his game seems to be back in form. Uh, Jeff, he's had some great finishes. Yeah, he looks good, you know, and he, he said he kind of went easy on the West Coast in his schedule because he wanted to really be fresh for Florida, which, you know, makes a lot of sense. I mean, this is a big event. Uh, he played okay last week down at PGA National. It's a hard track. Uh, next week you're playing for $20 million at the players, so – and that's, that's home for him. So uh, it makes a lot of sense that he wants to be fresh. He's a Florida guy. He loves the Bermuda. He loves these places. And um, Florida Gator. Assistant, assistant coach on the Gator golf team, actually. Uh, volunteer assistant. So, yeah, he has great ties to Florida and knows this place well, certainly. And uh, he wants to get himself in there. He, he's certainly in position. Well, we know uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who's the defending champion, is out due to his injuries. Um, any any update on Bryson, Jeff, that you're hearing? No, I mean, I heard this week we shouldn't expect him. To, I think he's committed to the players, but we shouldn't expect him. Uh, someone was telling me, you know, his wrist, he has a wrist injury that they're trying to let time heal, uh, but potentially it could be, you know, Surgery could help heal it, but he's trying to avoid that and just wants to kind of see if it can heal up naturally. And, and you know, he's he's an interesting cat, right? I mean, he's swinging at such speeds. I mean, this injury I heard was from a lifting incident, and um, but he's swinging at such speeds that what's ahead of him is unknown, right? I mean, it's, it's a violent, hard swing, huge miles per hour on, you know, ball speed and swing speed and, and we just haven't seen someone do this. So, you know, is that going to be good for the long run? We'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. Absolutely. Um, speaking of the long run, this was uh, the home of the king. And um, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, Jeff, just seems to, you know, keep keep expanding. Uh, everywhere you walk around uh, Bay Hill, you just have that uh, essence of Arnie all around you from – you know, the different images of him, but you just you just feel like he's walking alongside those fairways, don't you? Yeah, you really do. You feel his presence here. and I mean, I'm sitting there talking. I can look over and see upstairs his corner office he used to have here. 
on the second floor. And he was such a big presence here. You know, this was home for him. You know, he played in the shootout and with all the members and was so well known by just common people. You know, he didn't. He never knew this guy was was who he was really. He he had uh, time for everybody. Uh, he had a friendly handshake. He made eye contact. He he listened to people, and it's pretty amazing. A lot of a lot of guys should take a page from Arnold and wh- how he did it, because uh, he was he was greatly loved by everybody. Right now, I'm, I'm glad Bay Hill has done the right things to keep his legacy going, uh, and the tour as well. You know, they bumped the purse up here because they wondered about this tournament after Arnold. Uh, not every player loves this golf course. So they've done nice things. You know, the purse is bumped up. There's a three-year exemption instead of a two-year exemption. It's still an invitational, so it's a very elite field and hard to get into. It's got the international flavor up there on the leaderboard with a lot of international winners. And um, it's just they keep it going nicely, which is nice. I mean, I think they're going to keep this going for a good long time. What was your fondest memory of uh, Arnie? I, I used to love, when back when I would do a special section ahead of the tournament for the Orlando Sentinel, where I was for like 13 years, um, I used to love coming out here and talking to Arnold as he hit balls, just talking about the tournament, who was coming to the tournament, and how the course was shaping up. Um, he didn't know want to do it on the telephone. He wanted you to come out, spend some time with him, uh, you know, be there hitting balls and answering questions. and It was just a really cool window into Golf, one of golf's greatest, if not greatest, superstar ever, uh, and I really appreciated that and and enjoyed this being my local tournament. Yeah, and uh, you know, beyond the player, he was uh, just so uh, involved in any every aspect of of the golf course design at Bay Hill, as well as his home course in Latrobe, and of course, he had the design company. You know, he, he really loved uh, that piece of, of golf as well as playing, didn't he? Yeah, he, and he was a lot like Jack is at Memorial. He was always tinkering, you know. He tried to make the par 5 16th hole here a par 4 for a year or two, and that was a that was a tough uh, change because these guys, they would play the 13th hole and there were no birdies coming in, right? Uh, right. So that turned back to a par five, which is a great hole because you can make three on it and you can make six on it. Down the stretch of a tournament, that's what you should have. So he was constantly tinkering. He loved it when the ball was bouncing on these greens firm. He just loved that. He just he wanted like a U.S. Open level kind of challenge, and uh, he didn't he didn't enjoy as much when the when it was soft out here. So he loved it when it was firm and fast and. And I think he just really loved getting to know this younger generation, too. So uh, I think, you know, with his architecture and, and everything, he was able to keep that link. And, and that was great. He was always just tied into all these generations, and it kept him really relevant. Well, we're uh, turning the, the, the corner, uh, heading to the Players' Championship next week, the third leg of our Florida swing here, which – uh, it's so great to have these four weeks again, back-to-back, Babs. Uh, Agreed, who, yeah. Who, who you got your eye on for the players? Anybody uh, well, on your radar? Well, I tell you what, I mean, that might be the hardest place to pick a winner because it's not a it's not a one-size-fits-all, right? I mean, you see, you know, Fred Funk winning there, and you see Jason, you know, Jason Day or Bombers, Adam Scott winning there. Um 
it's it's just a uh, I, I think that's great. It's the players' championship. It shouldn't be a course that kind of favors one style. It's very you know very target oriented and uh, very you know methodical. You kind of plod your way through that golf course and and it's a difficult test. But but I like the fact that it's uh, it kind of lends itself to any kind of game. If you're playing well, you can get in that hunt, which which should be, you know, it's, it is their championship players. And, and the winner next week's got to take home $3.6 million. So if it's someone that's maybe not, you know, a superstar, it could be a real life changer. You know, that's, that's a huge jump and it's a huge victory to have, a huge exemption and, and a huge title to have just prestige-wise, right? I mean, it's, it's right there, maybe just outside the door with the four majors. So, um it's a big one, and, and uh, it'll be good. It always is. Well, and then a few weeks later, we're at Augusta. And, uh, yeah. you know, Rory, uh, I think, would probably like to get a win under his belt before that. And, of course, the looming question, will Rory get his Grand Slam done, Babs? Yeah, I've always been in the camp. I think one day Rory is going to get a green jacket, but I've just been in the camp now. That place, as beautiful as Augusta National is, it can really, it can tantalize you, you know. It can just haunt you sometimes, too. There are, you know, yeah, just ask Greg Norman. Yeah, I go to Augusta every year, and I can't believe Greg Norman's not on the grounds, honestly. And Ernie Ells didn't get his, and. David Duvall put himself in the hunt there four years in a row, and he didn't get his green jacket. It's just, it can haunt you a little bit. And I think Rory, he wrestles with wanting it so badly, he gets in his own way, and then, then he'll take an approach one year where he's going to treat it like any other event, you know, and try to be loose. He just, he thinks about it a lot, right? So it's, he just needs to get out of his own way a little bit, play. He's such a great driver of the golf ball. It should be a huge asset there. And, uh, and he's, his, his, his results continue to improve. He just hasn't got that, that jacket yet. Well, we're going to stay tuned. So who do you think is going to put on the red cardigan alpaca sweater on Sunday? Well, it wouldn't surprise me to be Rory, uh, but I, I think it could be someone kind of coming out of the pack. You know, I think these guys, if they face – Really tough stuff this afternoon. It could be, like you said, an open championship where the board flips a little. So it could be interesting. You know, you could have someone come back from a, you know, like a Sam Burns or a Horschel or someone that's back a little bit in the back. Uh, I like Taylor Gooch. So I think your winner here is going to be a, a good ball striker for sure. That's going to be the thing. I mean, it's good to get hot with the putter, but you have to hit fairways and greens here. And uh, that's going to be huge on the weekend. So, it's, so you know, look for a ball striker. Uh, you know, Rory certainly would, would fit that if he, he puts well enough to do it. Absolutely. Well, it uh, never disappoints the API. And, and, Babs, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Thanks so much, my friend.